expect Casey to try to put a little something extra on the slider here. Sun comes out from behind the cloud, and suddenly we have sunshine covering the infield. A 1-2 pitch to the plate. Swing and a miss! He struck him out! He struck him out! He struck him out! Aggies are going to the College World Series! All right, howdy. Welcome back to another edition of the Red Ass Podcast, Mobile Edition. Uh, you are <laughs> being hosted by Rob White, fighting Texas Aggie class of 2014. Who happens to be smoking a fine cigar and enjoying things. Sometimes mm-hmm. life isn't so rough. And this is uh, Roy May, fighting Texas Aggie class of 2015, uh, enjoying uh, an outside nice breeze, but something that hopefully won't rain on my yard so I can mow it here shortly. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm kind of keeping an eye on it. We should be okay, but, I mean, it's a pretty day outside, very spring-like, and Lord knows we've got plenty to talk about after this past week. Well, what are the spring sports, right? And, and, and not this year, obviously, because volleyball is playing in the spring, but... but right. Yeah. You know. The diamonds. Spring, spring is for diamonds, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to try and keep this in line the way we did it last time, and we'll do softball first, which relatively I mean, I did, I, speaking, Once again, I defer to your yeah, expertise on that. Well, re- well, and relatively speaking to this past weekend's events, I think maybe we'll start with softball. Um, who who had a rough weekend? Don't get me wrong. Uh, oh, sure, but, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, they got swept by Alabama, and Alabama is uh, – you know, probably one of the best programs in the past 15 years in the nation. Mm. And, uh, and again, they're number four in the nation. Now um, they have powerhouse hitting, they have powerhouse pitching and uh, they got run ruled twice. Uh, they, they, they got swept. They got run ruled twice. Mm. Uh, the, I, the Sunday game, they got run ruled in, they were in it and it just kind of fell apart. I, I thought, or excuse me, the Saturday game, I, I thought, uh, I thought the Thursday game, I thought they were in it for a bit. Um, no, no, no doubt they were. Yeah, there. Uh, softball keeps coming up with these, uh, and, and again, you are staring down the barrel of Alabama softball, and late in the game, you are able to string together runs and put them on the ropes. Mm-hmm. So, so, and we'll talk about the trajectory relative to the two, you know, programs. But a, a getting swept at Alabama is. I, it could be worse, you know. Well, I mean, it's it's expected, you know. Like, I mean, that's kind of what we thought coming in was probably yeah, going if, to be the case. Yeah, if you can nick one, right? Right. If you yeah, can, if nick, you can one. nick one. Um, so they were twenty fourth when they showed up. They are now thirty fourth, uh, depending on which ranking you look at. Which I feel is a, I feel like it's moderately unfair to the drop because I feel like a lot of people that do rankings look at scores and not the games. And I, and I watch the games, but the, and yes, that is true. However, the rankings do tend to balance themselves out, even in situations like that, if you get swept, but then you come around and be strong next weekend and the weekend after that, then yeah, you'll climb right back up to where you were. Right. But definitely. A, a, of the course of this particular weekend though, I think it's fair. Uh, I think it's fair in the sense that two of the games will run rules, but again, mm. Again, if you watch the games, despite the actual run rule outcomes, mm-hmm. um, I honestly, I, you had them kind of right at the fence, and it, they just kind of slipped away. 
And mm-hmm. so I think what we're, I think what's exciting for Aggie softball, this is a rebuild year. We have a bunch of young, you know, kids. We've got, you know, one of our pitchers is a true freshman, Grace Uribe. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Mackenzie Herzog didn't look like herself this weekend. Uh, she mm-hmm. did at the plate, <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> but then we go back to talking about, you know, offensively, what do you have? And Shaley Ackerman has turned into uh, a power threat. Uh, I mean, she just keeps knocking balls out of the park. More and, like, you know, was it Hackerman is the nickname everyone's going with right now? Yeah. Well, it should be Blasterman. Uh, she's just, right. I mean, she's just, she's not just, you know, scraping them over the, over the top of the fence. Um, right. You know, and Haley Lee is still Haley Lee. But what you like to see is, uh, you know, in, in a bit of the failed comeback you saw, um, we got some other names in, in the lineup and they made some key right. hits and they moved base, you know, they moved runners around the bases and uh, you know, wh- how do you score pod to pod, man? Right. Get mm-hmm. ducks around, get ducks on the pond and then move them around. So I thought what we saw out of Aggie softball, despite the outcome of the weekend, because you're look, I love everything Aggie sports which yeah. includes Aggie softball, but we, none of us were expecting Aggie softball to win a national championship. But right. if you look past just the score line for Aggie softball this weekend, I thought it was something uh, uh, kind of very encouraging. Uh, it, don't, don't feel bad. You're not going to be the first, nor will you be the last, you know, team to go into Tuscaloosa and get swept. But what they showed in some fight and, and what they showed with – it's it's untimely errors. Uh, it's just an unfortunate hung pitch. Uh, right. I, but at the same time, I, I don't also don't want to take any away from it, anything away from Alabama softball. I mean, they're, they're top, number four in the country, and I, it wouldn't surprise me to see them in UCLA battling it out for the title. But I think they're still, d- despite the outcomes, again, look at the games. I think there's a ton of upward trajectory for Aggie softball, especially considering it's a rebuilding year and a young team. And I know they're young, but if you can produce this next, you know, this next stretch of games will be big. Did you get beat down mentally and physically at Alabama? Can you bounce back? I think they can. I think what we've seen and what we really saw in Tuscaloosa was the willingness to fight when like Mm -hmm. just staring a run rule in the face, just the willingness to go fight and and Joe Evans making substitutions and, and and some pinch hitters to see if we could get something going, just shake things up in the lineup. And so it's like every, every sport, if you don't produce, don't expect to start. And if you're not producing when you start, don't expect to stay in. And Joe made those tough decisions because, again, a team is a family, coaches, team, you know, assistants, all of it. But either produce or sit. And I, I thought Joe made some of those decisions that maybe last year I didn't see as much. Um, I think I, I thought overall as a pro, as a softball program, Texas A&M softball program, and, and it's weird. I get it. We got swept. I liked what I saw in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, I mean, there's some, certainly some things from that. Um, of course, you know, my opinion when it comes to youth, I mean, here's here's the deal. You're going to have youth every year. There's always going to be young. There's always going to mm-hmm. be that. At some point, you got to see production. I'm not taking this from a negative standpoint by any means. I think it would have been nice to have scraped one out, especially considering how tight some of those games were at, at points. But 
you know, I think that does come down to lack of experience and honestly, lack of really experience depth at the p- pitching position. It'll get there. Yeah. And, and in softball and baseball, obviously you have to have a clear one and, and a, at least a, you know, well, well above average number two to compete nationally. Oh yeah. You know, in, in softball, you have to have it because a good pitcher yeah. can throw, you know, three games in a five game series, you know, yeah. uh, again, you know, it's, it's a fatigue issue. It's, it's a different pitching mode, pitching motion. So, well, yeah, I would have loved to see them Nick one, but at the same time, having that, that true youth, uh, you know, in Tuscaloosa, not only getting that experience, but producing, not producing enough to win. And again, I, I know this is going to sound like sugarcoating. Look, they got swept. All right, that, that's all there is to it. Um, I mean, they're, they're, what a one, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They're 10 out of 13, uh, you know, in the standings for softball, but eight, eight of the top 25 in softball is from the SEC. So, really, there's two teams ahead of them, maybe that aren't ranked. So, it's again, it's hey, you're talking about going to Tuscaloosa. It like think of it, you know, in football manners, and you have rookie Kenny Hill, and you have like your your left tackle is maybe a redshirt sophomore or freshman. Yeah, please, and so there's please, for the love of God, don't remind me of 2014. I was there. I don't remember anything past 35. Nothing. You know, we were sitting well, yeah. there like, <laughs> you know, they they were selling drinks. Uh, they're called Yellow Hammers, and we were getting yellow hammered because there was nothing else better to do. I was well. I mean, I was there. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. but I think a lot of that is understanding that what you have on the field, and you know, to an extent, I I, I kind of like this parallel. That was miserable. I was there, and just for the hell of it, we were doing beat the hell yells. You know, four minutes left in the fourth, and we were down a million to nothing. And like and, and, yeah. and and I love A and M and I love the lore and everything, but boy, we didn't run out of time that weekend. No, that was but, one of those seen them lose, seen them win, kind of. Yeah, no, they didn't even bother showing up, kind of deals. Yeah, but and, I mean, but what we saw this weekend out of the Aggie softball team was they didn't quit in run rule games. No, they, they did not quit. Uh, they kept making the changes, and you know, one of the one of the biggest uh, you know complaints we'll all have no matter what sport we follow, if we have a manager or a coach that's been there for forever, we're like, man, they're just not making the necessary changes at the right time. Right. You know, we don't, we don't put in the subs, right. We don't, uh, you know, in Premier League, we don't change the formation. We don't, we don't set up properly. We don't do this. We don't do that. Mm-hmm. But when I saw Joe Evans, who's been there, you know, been here at a and for what, 23 years, mm-hmm. I saw her make changes in Tuscaloosa in an attempt to win, not to salvage. And I'm not, and I'm not saying Joe normally doesn't make changes because he wants to salvage, you know, make things look pretty, but Joe was out there still trying to win, win. And, and she was, and, and she's always there to win, but she was putting trust in some players that she doesn't distrust. She doesn't trust. She doesn't know, but she threw them out there. And I love that. And so there were a lot of players that in Tuscaloosa got some experience it's not playoff experience, but man, you playing in Tuscaloosa, it's close because you're playing one of the best teams in the country, and they got a good home, you know, home field advantage. And so, I, despite the outcome, I still like where Aggie softball is. I really who's do. It, who's up next? Uh, hold on, making me switch switch screens here. Rude. 
Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm just curious at this point. I mean, you, you got to know what's really kind of yeah, on, so, uh, on, so on the docket. So tomorrow it's at so tomorrow it's at Texas State, just like baseball travels to Sam, right? Like we're both gonna play a little fun in state away game. And then uh we have Auburn at home the following weekend. Right. So I mean a couple of series coming in, and they're gonna be perfect well, at least a series that you'd think is winnable. So the fingers well, crossed well, we'll see what happens from that. Well, Auburn is one and eight in, in conference, and don't get me wrong, I I mean, I, I'm not sure who they play, but we haven't played slop, and you know we're sitting at four and five, and that right. was after that was after a sweep in Tuscaloosa. So you like to think that you win the Auburn series, and then again, you're probably you know, Auburn is one of three teams below us in the standings. So you figure it's like it's like SEC baseball. Every weekend is a complete just grinder. So the, the weekends that you get that aren't grinders, you have mm-hmm. to take advantage of. And with that, I'm going to let you take over the baseball weekend. Okay. So we go ahead and start with, you know, very similarly to what we saw previous week. You're talking, we went two and two for the second week in a row, but you felt a lot better after the previous two and two versus this two and two. Unfortunately, you go in and you have an absolutely wonderful game against Texas. You beat them two nothing. You know, a, a top a top level top ten team shut them out and really looked pretty good doing it. I mean, obviously the offense wasn't quite there, but you saw the rebound of the offense that next game against Missouri. You know, you end up beating them sixteen to two, right? Absolutely blew Fireworks. them up. It was incredible. Fireworks. I got to watch that game. That's the only game of the series I actually had a chance to watch because I was road dogging it. But the trouble was, all of a sudden, we turn around and it just everything fell apart. Pitching wasn't there. The bats disappeared. I mean, but, I think we probably could have saved. I mean, I hate, I hate that people say this stuff, but you know, save some of those runs for those other games you're going to need. Man, Rob, it's frustrating. It's so you, frustrating. You complete me because. I didn't get to watch the first game, but I lost. I watched the other two, so, so we. It's all watched, your fault. What I'm hearing. <laughs> uh, well, you didn't watch the other two, so it's kind of your fault too. Well, potentially yes. Um, <laughs> so, so here's the deal. So, oh unfortunately, you have yourself in a Missouri series now that you lost, which was not a series you should have lost, and frankly, bad team. I mean, honestly, this is the exact same situation as what we had with Xavier. Just the only difference is we did what we needed to do Friday as opposed to Sunday against Xavier. So now comes really not the question because we get it. At this point, the boys, it's pretty clear. You know, we've been around the program long enough to know that things are not where they need to be. And the conversations that were being had before are now being had again, which is the likelihood of having Rob Childress on, you know, on staff at the end of the year, probably not going to be the case, you know? Well, I mean, we're not going to fire him. He's just going to run out of contract. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like it's almost a perfect situation for that because it literally is the end of a contract. We don't have to renew it. Except for the fact that there comes a, a, you know, a portion of program stability where 
Yeah, the kids that are coming in. Do, I mean, do they really? Look, Rob is a phenomenal human being. I really love Rob. Oh, we, absolutely, we love him. But if he recruited you and you love him and he leaves, were you were you committed to playing for Rob or were you committed to playing for Texas A and M? And and but the, and that's a fair question though. It is a fair question. Here's the deal: anytime you see a, a a change in leadership, you're going to see people leave. It just happens. I mean, you saw. I mean, Logan Foster took off from A and M to follow, uh, to follow, um, you know, Bolt whenever he went over to Nebraska. So it's just it's an inevitable part of the game, and something you have to you have to figure out. Now, man, and was, I love Logan, but that was weird. Mm, he's from Nebraska. I get it. You know, maybe be a little bit closer to home to that. However, we are now sitting at a point where there will be a conversation had. And I'm sure we'll have plenty of time to talk about it when it comes around. So I'm not going to get into it now. But this past weekend was, I mean, really disappointing. And I really can't say anything else other than that. You got to go on the road and you got to think this is a business trip. You know, you're playing at Missouri. You're not really having to deal with a, any kind of hostile environment. You're literally playing in front of like, the worst SEC crowd you're going to have to face, and you lay an egg two days in a row. Like, you don't rebound from game two. You just laid an egg, and that's not acceptable for this program. Well, you laid two eggs. Mm -hmm. I'm saying you laid the egg again. I mean, you already laid one egg. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, I'm yeah, saying, so like, that Sunday, completely unacceptable. We needed to win that game. Well, and, and that's honestly, that was the phrase I was hoping you would get to. Disappointing isn't, isn't really the word. It was completely unacceptable. And, and, I, and, I, and I think, I think that's really the crux of it is it's not just that the pitching is bad, but at least our hitting and fielding sucks too. It's, now, it's, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's such a combination of things. And, and I heard, uh, I heard an interview from one of the assistants and and there was a question asked. It wasn't a like a super hard, crazy question, but it also wasn't like being a super jerk question. It was, hey, you know, what about this or that? And there was a point in it. I heard him say, "Well, I don't know." Well, you get paid to know, and, and no, you're so, paid to know. And, and and I get it. Like what they asked him, honestly, he may not know, but that's not the answer you give. You never, in a position of leadership, you never say, I don't know. You, you say, need to I have some kind of stock answer, right? I mean, something. I, I, I would rather that because if you say you don't know, then why don't you just start polishing up your resume? Because if you don't know, then why are you here? Like, why, why are you in charge of a certain aspect of the game when you can't tell or see or things and you just like, you just don't know. So, and, and I know, and I get it. Like that sounds like such a jerk statement because, you know, they're humans. But, man, I, this human doesn't get paid to help them. So when I don't know, it's not a big deal. But when they don't know, they get paid to know. And and one of my biggest concerns is I can I, – I you know, I heard all the post-game and post-series interviews, and it's just the same blah coach crap. And at some point, you have to wonder, are you going to own up to it and be like, look – this has got to change. This has got to change. Or is it, yeah, well, you know, I thought the pitching was good here and there. The hitting was okay in spots, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, hats off to the Friday starter. No, man, you're paid to win. So are you either mailing it in or I mean, what are you doing? I honestly, I was so upset about the Missouri series. 
Oh yeah, me too. And 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 all the Rob, not you, Rob, but the sure. Rob Childress apologists. At some point, you've got to stop and just take a look around, man. And I'm not even referring to the no Omaha wins. You have a program that has everything at its disposal. And we're sitting here looking like doo doo, like straight trash. And I'm not going to, and you know what? Hold on. I'm sorry. One more thing I don't want to hear. Well, that's baseball. Okay. Well, if we're going to say that's baseball, then us beating Texas is baseball because the rest of this is par for the course this year. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, you look at where we're kind of sitting as a program. And the thing is, it has certainly shown a bit of a downward trajectory. When you brought in Rob Childers as a coach years ago, did he bring the program into a spot where it was better than where it was? Sure. You had facility improvements. You had a couple of Omaha trips out of the deal, several super hostings. You host, I mean, you were in regionals virtually every year, except for the first one and probably the last one. But you were at a point where you had built up this program to a point where it is a top level program and a desirable place to go. And unfortunately, having seen the trajectory of where it's sitting, it may not be at that same point than when he came in if things continue to trend down. And the reason why I say that is you look at the recruiting, which is the other half of the battle. Even if we're winning, right, right, we're winning, sure. And then all of a sudden this year we're not. And the recruiting hasn't really been there. You don't have that dominant pitching. You don't have the – you know, the gorilla bats like you had in 15 and 16. So now you're sitting here on the backside wondering to yourself, what the heck are we going to do? Because this is not a one-year deal. When no. Rob leaves, we're probably going to see two or three years minimum of less than ideal. And we're not going to be happy. We're probably going to miss a tournament. We're probably going to lose series we're not supposed to lose to. It's going to be a transition period. It's not going to be a hire a coach and he's going to come in here and just be the bee's knees right out the gate. But I think baseball fans are more patient because the game in and of itself is a slower game. It's a patient game. Baseball fans will be patient more so than really any sport that Aggies see. And and, and I get it. I, look, I get Aggie baseball fandom. However, however, comma, I do, I, I do believe that baseball fans understand it because it's a slower sport. Um, you know, you know, I, I'll talk about recruiting though. The one thing I want to talk about, uh, is just, it's not impressive to bring in the top recruits in the country when they all sign major league contracts that gets you nowhere. And that I, is unfortunately been a very long standing thing with Rob Childers teams. If you've looked man, at the past, look at the picture that I got. Yeah. Look at the picture I got committed. Now he pitches for the Royals or the Reds or like, What is what does that do me for Aggie baseball at Olsen or the Dodgers? I mean, you know, Clayton Kershaw, right? Though you're gross, gross, puke, gross. But 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 again, he he was an A&M recruit. I mean, that's exactly the problem. You recruited guys that were that were big names. But they were never going to make campus, and that's the problem. They were never going to make any campus. So, yeah, I I think I don't know if you sent me the link or I I saw it on Tex Ags. It's yeah, it's uh, they talked to a couple of high level coaches um, in the SEC, and and they weren't named, but they all hit it. They're like, it's weird because you have to. it's, It's a challenge to recruit properly. 
you know, you can recruit one or two of the top guys and really super hope that he wants to be an engineer, but you have to focus on guys who are like, you know, round 20, 25, 30 or later who could yeah. benefit, who could benefit from, from being in college. So, and, and, and all I see, all, and, and again, this isn't a personal tack on Rob Childress, no. but what I've seen over the years is him recruiting these just ace arms. Cause you know, Rob's a pitching guy, right? Rob is yeah. a pitching guy. And if, if we can do anything else, we could always pitch, but he keeps going after these guys that there's no chance they land in college, much less the college that you're currently recruiting to. And then you're left with a, just what's left over. And when you can't dominate in pitching and as in a program, that is very specifically run by a pitching coach. He keeps just trying to hire hitting guys, but hitting isn't uh, it's, it's a it's a philosophy. It's not a technique. If they don't have the technique at this point, it's too late. It's a philosophy. They know how to swing. They should already know how to swing the bat when they get here. They should already know how to move the ball, you know, to the opposite side of the field. You ain't gotta, you ain't gotta go oppo taco dingers, but you need to w- know how to put the barrel on the bat effectively, and that's what we've lacked for Lord knows how long. Well, and the thing is, I mean, just knowing every part of the game, talking about batting, we've got guys that can hit, they can go yard. We've seen it happen this year. I mean, I mean, Will Purcell's looked good. I mean, Ryan Targot, you know, went went deep twice, and, and we pulled lost. him, and we pulled you know, him. And the and the thing <clears> is, <throat> I know, but and once again, coaching decisions, right? I mean, we can go down the list on that, but let's not, <laughs> let's not, you know. So, I mean, what I'm going to do is just say at this point in time, I mean, you look at other aspects of the game that we struggle at. For me, bunting. We can't bunt to save our lives. Which is you know, crazy because RC is a bunting the dude over kind of guy. I like, mean, RC, when he came into AM, took a Big 12 mindset, which, if you remember, Big 12, especially in about 2000, we were a bunt heavy conference. We weren't going yard. You know, we were a small ball. We were, small we ball. were small ball. And small ball is okay. But if when it you're works. in the S- <laughs> yeah, if it works and you're not in the SEC, because the SEC has gorilla arms, the gr- SEC's got ma- major league level pitching, and we're just not up to that level of competition. Now that being said, if looking at the rest of the West, the West is absolutely dog crap, especially in the bottom half. Both divisions are really top edge. But there's no reason we should have been losing to Missouri. That's that's the whole crux of this. Well, and that's my biggest problem. It's not how the West looks or where we can finish. It's this was, of all the weekends, the one to take advantage of, and we got taken advantage of. Yeah, I mean, you, you put up 16 runs in the first game and then kind of brought it off the next two, and that's not acceptable. So, you know, it, as yeah, and as we move forward, there's going to be conversations had. We don't necessarily have to have it here until the official announcements are made. Not but there's not our job. You know, Rob Childress is going to finish out this year. Whether he makes the postseason or not via tournament is irrelevant at this point because even if you make the tournament and you go on a run, it doesn't change the fact that you haven't had the recruiting behind it. Well, and I think that's one of the most disturbing parts behind this is it's not um, I, 
let's say we go on a run, whether it's the tournament or really we just start running through weekend series. I mean, right, right on. But the talent isn't there. And this is a talent heavy sport like every yes. other sport in Division One. You know, this, you know, I, I hate to tell you that, you know, this isn't like the movies. This isn't Mighty Ducks where you get a bunch of underdogs and you accidentally win. This is. Like you either have the talent to win or you don't. You really think anybody, I mean, if we thank goodness, we don't have Vanderbilt in the schedule. Cause I oh, guarantee yeah. you we, we'd get no hit two games and lose this twice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and I don't know that it's a knock on uh, the players. I don't know. That's a knock on hitting. I, I personally, I think it's a knock on all of it combined because if you have talent then you can teach them the approach but I, I just, my problem is, and I don't, again, we talked about let's not sound the alarms, man. And my finger has already hit the button at this point. We lost a series to Missouri. And I don't care right. if it was on the moon, much less Columbia, Missouri. Right. And, and for me, and it looks bad. Well, and it looks bad. And the problem is, it pains me. Like, this isn't me just going off and being angry or. Or, or frustrated. I mean, it just it it hurts because you know this is statistically what we have seen. This is probably the worst Texas A and M team I've ever seen in baseball. It just How, is. Here, here's a good phrase for you, um, because I understand pain in certain sports. You know what this is? This is not Aggie baseball. No, it's not. I and, mean, you and think about I, Texas A and M baseball? It's dominant pitching, making the bats work, getting to getting to regionals potentially get the supers but that's a and m baseball and they grind it out and they make it happen and we're not seeing that yeah and and it's yeah and that's the thing like you know if if, if two aspects of of the game isn't working a and m weirdly finds you know one you know, the third aspect you know if you're fielding like crap and you're hitting like crap the pitching shuts it down or just you know pick your poison uh, it's just disappointing to to see really uh, such a huge drop off, and I get that we lost some arms, but I mean, we didn't lose really a ton in the bat. I mean, you only lost really Zach Deloach. If you're a baseball player and you are a Division One scholarship baseball player, specifically at Texas A&M, I expect you to feel at a much higher clip than what feels like 34 percent, because there have been so many boots and garbage, and it's just it's so tough to watch. I, 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 honestly, the fielding it, it may be the most depressing part of it for me. Mm -hmm. It is it's, unfortunate. Man. And, and and honestly, if you can't hit, you can't pitch. Good lord, field the ground ball. And I and look, and I've I watched a lot of it. You know, I have all the subscriptions this year, so I can see every game. And there have been some unfortunate errors from some people that shouldn't be making those errors and i don't care about the classification i don't because nope. baseball is a straight from high school to pro sport so if you go to college you should have the kind of skills that keep you from making those mistakes mm -hmm. like in softball i see some boots but i mean these girls are 18 19 years old and there's no straight to pro option maybe for like two people you know, in the pro softball league that exists, which is a side job for most, you know, world dominating softball players. They either play for their or they play for the country and they get to play in the in the pro league. But, you know, 
just it's not the same as majors, you know. No, there there's no like minor league system. There's no farm club system in softball. Either you can go pro or you go to college. And and I'm starting to think and, and and I love baseball for what it is. I love the farm club thing, but I'm starting to think that if you keep allowing kids to go straight from high school to the farm club, you may as well get rid of college baseball. I mean, honestly, because it's hey, you just hey, the kids that weren't good enough, and will they ever be good enough? And so then we get to watch like this level that's lower than AAA baseball. And and I get that they can hone their skills in college, but the more that that we glorify and and kind of blow up the minor league baseball system, which don't get it wrong, going to minor league baseball games is fun as hell. Oh, but, blast! Yeah, but I mean, what are they learning in college? Because if you couldn't field and then you go to college and you can't field, then what are you getting a scholarship for? You can't hit, you can't field. And, and I and I get it there that people will have off games and this and that, but we're far enough into the season where these are not off games. These are patterns of conduct, and it's, it's brutal. Like it, 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 it's it's a reality at this point. We we it know is. what the it's like we know what this team is, and we know. What what's what the pitching staff looks like? We know what the fielding looks like. We know what the hitting looks like. And of course, most probably most importantly of all, we know what the coaching looks like. And so we've we've been around this program long enough to know what's going to happen in key situations. There's going to be bonehead right. decisions. There's going to be boneheaded decisions at the plate. There's going to be boneheaded everything. And unfortunately, that's just where we're at. Well, and so and- we got to wash our hands of it. But that's unfortunately not going to happen until you know June. No. Oh, look, none of us. We're good. Dogs are freaking out. That's all right. Don't worry about it. But you know that's unfortunately where we're at, man. I mean, we've been keeping up with the games, and I've been watching the boys, and pretty excited about it coming in and thought, you know, hey, this will just be like another 17. This will be like another year where we lost parts and pieces. But, man, we're just not quite there right now. And so we just got to do what we got to do, which is, you know, be supportive best we can. And when there's a chance, and I mean a big chance, uh, to get everything moving in the right direction, we got to do it. So... You know, that's that's where we got to roll. The boys, you know, we we love them. We want them to do well, but we also have to face reality. Well, and I think the biggest thing that that we have to look at is uh, going back to what we talked about weeks ago. What's the identity of this team? And I think the only identity they have left is just scrapping. Mm-hmm. Like just finding a way to scrap out games and put series together because we you know we're, we're not we're not a power hitting team we um, do have the we do have some big hitters we, we really we do have, they're just not in points when we've had people on base yeah we're, well we're not power hitters as a team like we're not just going to outscore people you know so we we don't hit well with runners in scoring position though that's not just this year um and, and unfortunately no, that, that, this year, that's been a problem for a long time yeah as long as i can remember hey, but hey, and the one thing that's always saved us which may not save us this year is the pitching and that doesn't seem to be a saving grace this season so yeah I mean, there's, I, look there's... i'm gonna i'm gonna keep watching aggie baseball i'm gonna 
Me too. Keep hoping for him to win. And again, you know, it's baseball. So maybe you hope that we can figure out a way to, to string some series wins together against teams that maybe we shouldn't. But I, I think the reality is, is very clear that this is, uh, I don't think it's a lost season. It's not like we're going to lose out or anything, but I think it's just going to be a, it's going to, it's going to test some baseball, baggy baseball fans. Yeah, it really no, it, is. It, 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 it's going to test. It really will. I mean, you're going to see a lot of people that haven't been, that got really hot with the program back in 16 and 17. Well, and, and 15, you know, when people really started jumping on the train, you're going to see a lot of those people fall off the train. And so the rest of us that are going to stick around and love it, we're going to be around for what's going to be these difficult games uh, and these difficult seasons, but it's going to improve. It will get better. It's just going to have to be developed. You know, whatever the, po- whatever the coaching staff is, whatever it looks like here in the next couple seasons, we're going to have to trust that they're going to do this thing the right way. And that's about yeah, well, all we do. Yeah, and, and again, we've said this a handful of times across the board, not just Aggie baseball. So far, Ross Bjork has given me zero reason to not trust him. So I, 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 I think given, and again, we're not firing Rob. His contract's just running out. You know, Rob, Rob's contract is going to run out of time. But... That's a bit of a lame duck uh, kind of scenario for recruiting. However, you just got to make the decision. And I think, I think there were a lot of factors before this weekend that could have been used this way or that way, just kind of pro con. Do we keep, do we, you know, it kind of reminds me of someone. I think we talked about this before. That you, oh, can yeah. only, no. you can only fire so many assistants before it's kind of you. Well, so the Missouri game for me was exactly what UCLA was in 17. Like, you just – that was kind of – like, this is what told me that this is where we're at and this is where the life's going to be. So, I'm not – I don't need – I don't think we really need to dig much further on I, into this. I do want to say – I do want to say one more thing, though. Like, the UCLA game, mm. I think it was the Friday more than it was the Saturday game. You had a terrible pitcher shut you down. Yeah, no. I mean, that – I, I mean, mean, it's – that weekend was UCLA because we started off hot and then we blew it at the end when it counted. Yeah, I mean, what's his name? Haverson or Halverson? Like the kid can pitch, but it was very clear that his control's not there and his ERA was through the roof and he just shut us down. So I think right. inexcusable. It, so yeah, and sa- so Saturday kind of sealed the deal. But so, regardless, at this point, I've I've said what I need to say on it. Oh, I love Aggie yeah. baseball. That doesn't change. I love either. Aggie baseball. Nothing's changed. No. What, what what's been said's been said. It'll be oh, you know, we will see the change when it needs to happen. But right now, we just gotta go out there and make the best of the weekends. You got Alabama this weekend. Go win it. Well, yeah. Well, I tell you what, you got at Sam Houston tomorrow night. So that's step go one. Go win it. Yep, yeah, go win it. Step step one to riding the ship at least a little bit is at Sam tomorrow. And I, I mean, again, again, I hate the phrase, but it's baseball. I mean, you never know. You never know. Yeah. It, it, so, do you need to buy the, the, the chicken or, or me? I don't, I don't know. No, that's it. We'll, 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 whatever it is, make sure it's not the fried chicken. We'll get, it's gotta be a live one. 
Yeah, I think you and Somebody, I are more, suit, more suited for bringing Joe Boo's rum. <laughs> I'm about to say, yeah, let's go get Joe Boo's some rum. We'll be good. So that, that's oh, it for baseball for me. Uh, quick heads out to India Jones, uh, selected for yet another national accolade. She yes, declared for the WNBA draft, but she, uh, yeah, she's one of, I think, four players that got selected for three separate All-American selections. Cool. So, again, Aggie wins basketball. I, again, I, I said it. I'm looking forward to seeing what Gary can do between what he's got and maybe the transfer portal. Because even next year, we'll still be kind of the follow-ons of the COVID transfer and this and that and blah, right. blah, blah. So. Yep. And then uh, at this point, uh, I'm not sure if you saw the little quick football news. Obviously, you know, Spring practice got kicked off. Things are looking okay. Uh, Antonio Cromartie just got brought onto the yeah, staff. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, old That's San cool. Diego Charger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he le- legit, legit dude. If you don't know anything about Antonio Cromartie, look up his career. He was, uh, I think he was all pro he, a couple times. Yeah, he was he? a dude. He was an yeah, absolute he, dude. I, I would so, be willing to bet he is still a dude. Oh, well, he's a dude, and he's going to be great for recruiting. So that that's going to be is. cool to have too. Oh, and development. Honestly, he's just oh, yeah. uh, across the board how he played. Uh, it, it's not like his first gig as a coach, I would think. So, no, so it, it's gonna be cool to have coach, yeah, coach Cromartie on staff. That's really cool. So, I know all of a sudden it's spring ball time, right? I know it's quick. Normally, I'm not liking to jump into spring ball before baseball's over, but you know, well, you know, a man, a man can change, uh, not change, but you can shift. <laughs> He can adapt. <laughs> yeah, it's so, adapt and overcome, man. Shoot, yeah. move, communicate. You'll be good. Right. So, uh, personal stuff, good stuff, um, band uh, stuff. Please, I was going to say, please talk well. about this show. Please talk about that show or mm-hmm. shows. It looked, it looked Plural. outstanding. Yeah, shows. yeah, no, we had a, great, yeah, I had, had a couple of great shows. You know, we went and played at Cheatham Street Friday night and uh, in San Marcos. It was damn near sell out. We had a great crowd whenever we jumped in. Um, absolutely. I mean, people piled up by the stage. It was cool to see that, uh, enjoyed, enjoying our music. And I mean, got nothing but compliments from band members, got nothing but compliments from so many people that were saying, guys, this was probably one of their best shows they've played in a long time. And getting to hear that from fans who know Carson and that crew, that was cool to hear from them. From me. Look at you. Look at you. Yeah, look at me. It's almost like I've been prepping for this. Wait a minute. Oh, wait. Maybe. No, wait. That's exactly what was going on. Anyway, uh, so it was cool to see that. And then you know, our full show and, and Plano was a lot of fun. Uh, so if you guys get a chance, and I'm going to go ahead and lay it out right now. This Friday, I get there's baseball. I will not be at the game because we're getting prepped for, the game, uh, for our show that night. We're playing at 930 at Hurricane Harry's. It's going to be an absolute last and a half y'all get your butts out there and come watch some music and listen to music and just enjoy a good concert because cody west and his crew put on a great show and i like to think we're pretty salty ourselves well and you know worst case scenario i know you'll be prepping i'll give you my subscription password so you can watch aggie baseball in case harry's doesn't have it on yet um, well i'm sure like they've, they've been pretty good about putting putting stuff on so i'll get a chance to say, watch the game. i'll tell you what i'll watch the first three innings and then i'll let you know if you need my password 
Oh, that's fair. Well, if, <laughs> and if and if you're feeling you're feeling salty, get your butt out there because I would love to see more people oh, I know at the show. Boy, Come on, boy, that is that is both Come salty on. and froggy. No, this weekend I have to go play army and I have to leave about four in the morning on Friday because my army Gosh. thing never ends. Yeah, I got a call today. I got promoted to first sergeant. Um, yeah, yeah, yay! It's not a yay promotion. So okay. So if you guys need me, um, I'll be doing emails and uh, clerical work for the rest of my army career. Yay. Yay. Right. So hey, look, either what... way, <laughs> hey, look, either way, uh, appreciate to talk about baseball, brother. Um, I, I'm glad you didn't have to watch the other two games. I'm glad but, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> but, it, but it's baseball. So, I mean, you, you never know. Um, I, I'm looking forward to the softball series. Uh, man. West Ham won today, so I mean everything. I'm I'm a little more positive. Like Liverpool beat Arsenal three now. I mean it was a great weekend sports wise yeah, outside every, of baseball. <laughs> yeah, every everyone should beat Arsenal except for us when we go at three three nil and and end up drawing three three. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but anyways, um, so yeah, look, really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, please, please go follow. Uh, are there other Twitter or Instagrams for your band, Rob? That aren't yours? Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. Uh, be sure to go check out. It's Carson. Uh, then it's two underscores Jeffrey on Twitter. Uh, you can also follow him at Carson.Jeffrey on on uh, Instagram. If you look him up on Facebook, you should find him pretty quick. And we're always posting up with shows. Uh, we, we've got Harry's this weekend, but then we're going on a run to Arkansas, Missouri, Kansas, Nebraska next week. We're going to be doing stuff out in Stephenville before terribly long. I mean, we're going all over the damn place. So if you get a chance, follow us on our socials. We will be in your area soon. And I would like to say on behalf of all the fans, we are still waiting on some content for your upright base. Well, I'd be more than happy to post some when I get a chance to actually break it out and do something with it. 100%. I mean, it's cool. I love it. And I'm really hoping I get a chance to play with it. So, um, sounds cool. So we're pretty excited about it. Well, I mean, you play bass, so you are cool. So uh, you play oh, bass. You, the upright bass is cool. Therefore, it's a double cool factor. Um, but hey, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, and and look, I, I will never in a million years, and neither will Rob, talk about specific athletes at Texas A&M. No. Uh, outside of Thing Moo, I just posting another school record just for fun in the 1500 mm-hmm. outdoors i don't know if you saw that oh, that's really cool she's insane that's just completely oh, yeah. insane all the positive stuff we will she, trump up yeah, people she, on positives yeah she's not even a distance runner and she's just like yeah sure i'll run the 1500 and post a school record so <laughs> so uh but yeah so yeah uh, you know share it out give a bunch of likes uh apple spotify all that stuff right Yep, Apple, Spotify, uh, YouTube. Be sure to follow us on all those. And, of course, make sure to follow Roy May 15 on Twitter, <coughs> Rob the Slapper on Twitter, and, of course, us at Red Ass Podcast. So, we guys, we appreciate you so much for checking in on us. Uh, we'll be continuing to post updates, more sports, more music, more everything. Hopefully, we can get some more additional content in addition to the sports here before long. I'm sure we'll sit down and go through some ideas, but Rob, Rob does. Rob doesn't know, but I'm already working on it. Good. All right. Well, that's good to know. So uh, we'll get that rolling guys. This has been the red S podcast. Thank you so much for listening again. You're going to beat the hell out of Sam, beat the hell out of Bama. Uh, beat the hell out of everybody. Gig them. <laughs> <laughs>